Alrighty, welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. It has been a solid minute. But, Hot minute. Um, yeah, we're back. Tonight's episode is Ian, and uh, Michael's joining me. Hello. Max is, he subbed out for this week, um, so fuck him. Just <laughs> fuck <kidding>. you, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's been a while. Um, we were going to bring you guys an episode a couple weeks ago, but when I went back to edit the audio... It was fucked. Yeah, Michael's microphone was just in and out the whole time and it sounded like he was right here with us and then it, the next second it sounded like he was in the other room so we had to scrap that sorry about that if you were looking forward to it um but we're back we've got only two microphones going this time which we have a pretty solid grasp yeah. on how to configure <laughs> these um, snowballs are great <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah if you're if you're a beginner podcast and you're looking for a cheap like solid microphone um just look up snowball microphone they're great not an ad (laughs) um yeah no free ads but uh anyways since it's been a while michael i know you've been on a trip so how was your trip how's everything else going it's fantastic honestly went to joshua tree and yeah your your instagram was lit dude thank you appreciate that it was honestly so much fun because we were just in the desert at a nice house with with the pool and everything else oh yeah like we we did a lot of relaxing like in the house itself, but cool. the few times we like we went out like we went hiking around there around yeah. Joshua Tree, found a couple art installations. It was just it was a fucking blast, yeah. honestly. Honestly, like I I kind of grew up going to Arizona, um, mm-hmm. like Phoenix area because that's where my grandpa's lived my whole life. So like I've spent time in the desert but i'd never appreciated it as much as i do now yeah it's like the vibe in desert towns is i don't know it's so different it is it's so chill and laid back honestly um that's cool yeah i i was having a fun time looking at your instagram (laughs) stories i could use a vacation from all my take it while you can (laughs) yeah no i think we might be going to maui uh in september we're just wait. We have a family friend who has a house there, and, and it might be free. Ooh, we're waiting to hear. They're they're doing some sort of like outrigger boat race, and yeah. so they're looking up the dates of that race to see if it conflicts. And if it doesn't, then we'll be at their house. That'd be so nice to yeah. for free. Yeah, and it's like, it's sick. Um, my mother in law and her boyfriend went recently, and um, they. It's like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's I, I, I kind of want to say like a compound, but it's not. It's yeah. almost like, I guess, like a gated community. Um, That's not too bad. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a bunch of people with all this freaking money. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so my mother-in-law and her boyfriend were staying there recently. And um, they went to a workout class like in the community. And uh, Don Cheadle. Oh shit! <laughs> in their class, so that's their claim to fame. They did a workout with Don Cheadle, um, so hopefully oh, we I can would tell that story all the time, right? I know, legendary. Um, and hopefully, I can do a workout with Don Cheadle or you know, somebody, or somebody famous. Yeah. yeah. Um, How you well, been though? Yeah, I've been pretty good. Same old, same old. Um, yeah, I, it. Everything just when you have a kid who's a year old and yeah. like has no fear about anything it's just running around all day the days just blend together um 
last weekend we went um we did a little belated father's day night out so we went to dinner at our favorite probably our favorite restaurant in portland it's called chaos japanese place i've heard of it super good ramen like the the ramen is like like top tier (laughs) you need to go soon it's Mm -hmm. in northeast um that's where all the good shit is though yeah for real and so yeah we went to chaos for dinner and then we went to this um korean shaved ice place for dessert which have you ever had Korean shaved I've ice? Not, no. I hadn't either up to this point. It's really cool. Um, the texture's way different than your mm-hmm. traditional shaved ice. God, I'm like, this is a soccer podcast. I'm talking We're about so Korean food. shaved <laughs> ice. Um, so yeah, that was really great. Um, that that's probably been like the biggest highlight over the past couple weekends. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to catch up on what's been going on with our Cascadia teams today, though, because. Um, I went to a game. You've probably been to at least one game I've been to since one, yeah. we recorded last. I think or just one. Right yeah. around the same time, maybe. But anyways, um, we can skip kit check. Well, actually, you know what? No, I want to talk about mine. Um, cause, <laughs> I'm not wearing one because mine are all dirty from my trip. Yeah, but. no worries. Um, so I have on the, I believe it's the 2014-2015 Sounders 3rd. It's white. Uh, it's got kind of like lime green accents um dempsey on the back this if you if you know the red card wedding this is the <laughs> shirt that the sounders wore in that game right yeah it if is, i remember yeah. correctly um which because we did not wear the black that yeah one. which we they were wanting to and yeah. but the timbers didn't bring a change so we had to change mm-hmm. If you haven't read about the red card wedding, go read. There's a really good article out there. I can't remember what website I found it on. I read it at one point, but it talks about it in like a, a bunch of detail. It mm-hmm. talks about who the ref was, the whole debacle with who was wearing which colors, all this stuff. Going I swear, on. all the sports and soccer like like uh, news outlets were like covering this game. Yeah, it was crazy. So Google, do yourself a favor and Google the Red Wedding, um, Seattle Sounders versus Portland Timbers. It was in the U.S. Open Cup. Um, but yeah, this jersey has Dempsey on the back, which this is the jersey he was wearing. Not the exact jersey because it's not game worn, but the jersey he was wearing when he tore up the refs' <laughs> notebook. Absolutely iconic. Yeah, like put it in the Louvre. Um, <laughs> So yeah, this is a cool shirt, and it reminds me of better Sounders days. Even though like we weren't winning the trophies per se at that we time, we looked sharper. We looked sharper. We had Obafemi Martins, Clint Dempsey, Chad Marshall. Like you could go on and on, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, exciting show today for you though. Going to be talking about the midweek games last week, so there were games on Wednesday, and then we'll talk about the games on Saturday as well. We'll also uh, talk a little bit about um, Bob Bradley being dismissed of his mm-hmm. duties at Toronto. A little bit. A little yeah. bit in there, yeah. A little bit. Um, don't want to go into too much detail on it, though, because I think we all saw it coming. Yeah. Um, and we also talked about it a few weeks ago, yeah, too. So if you guys like, want to listen, like skip to that bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take a quick break, rehydrate with the uh, soda of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Down the hatch. So, yeah, be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, we're back. We're going to start off with the Wednesday game. So, these games took place on June 21st. Um, I'll go ahead and get things started with 
Portland, who hosted Chicago. Since you were there. Yes, I was. I had the pleasure of going to the game and uh, sitting in the Timbers Army. I think I was probably like four rows up. Was it popping? It was actually pretty popping, which surprised me because when I got, I, w- I went down there by myself. I was meeting a friend from uh, college there. So I went down there by myself. I found parking. Actually, my parking story is kind of funny. Oh, God. So, you, you know, parked? Yeah, so you know uh, Far Post, Tercy's, yeah. that's really close to there. It's That whole road that it's on is closed down right now because there was a huge oh, apartment on the 14th, building right? fire. Yeah. yeah, a huge apartment building. Well, the apartment building's not huge, but the fire was huge. Yeah. So that street's been closed down for like a month now. And I called my buddy who still works there before, as I was on my way to the game, I was like, hey, can I park at the shop? And he was like, yeah, it's funny you called because another one of my friends just called and told me he parked there. He's like, so the road must be open now. I'm like, okay, cool. So I get down there. The road's still fully blocked off. I'm like, shoot. How did he get in? I, so I, I don't know how the other guy got in, but what I did is like, I did one loop to see if I could maybe like, I was like, maybe that block on the other side of the fencing is open. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, so I did a huge loop, almost went down to Burnside, took a left, got up to Morrison, and just went on Morrison until I was like a block and a half from the store, but my left turn would have been into it one way, but the street's fucking closed, so there's not going to be any That's just, you can just go wherever you want. So I kind of like look both ways, and I'm like, (laughs) fuck it. Took a left on a one way that you're only supposed to go right on, and the coast was clear except for a pedestrian crossing. But I saw him, so I slowed way down yeah. to like let him know I see you. <laughs> and he stopped in the middle of the street and like almost like ran back to the other part of the <laughs> sidewalk. <laughs> and I was like, he was like looking at me like threw his arms up like it's a one way. And I was like, I rolled my window down. I was like. I know. And he, he was like, he had headphones in. He was like, what? And I just kept oh, driving. So it was kind of dicey parking, but I didn't want to pay or park I mean, really yeah. far away. Um, so I got into the stadium. This is the other thing I was going to get to is that when I got into the stadium, I normally when you go into that stadium, especially closer to kickoff you get, you're like barely squeezing through yeah, people. Yeah, you're like in the shoulder concourse. shoulder. Yeah. I breezed right through the concourse, no problems. I was like, damn, this is going to be kind of a dead game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Timbers Army filled up quick, and it was it was pretty loud. And so um, I saw the rest of the stadium, too. It looked actually yeah. almost like a normal match day. Well, it was a beautiful night. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I wore jeans and a t-shirt and was sweating the whole yeah. time. Um, and another thing about the Timbers games, which this could be true for – it probably is true for a bunch of other MLS teams – Chicago's not, and no disrespect to them as a team, but I just don't, they're not a very, like, attractive opponent for, like, your more fair weather fans to come out yeah. and see. So the ticket prices don't get driven up. I bought a ticket, I think, the night before the game, and it was 30 bucks. That's so cheap. Yeah, so I think that's what why it ended up filling up, because yeah. people were probably like, it's a beautiful night, school's out, Yeah, let's finally round up the family, 30 bucks a pop get down there um so yeah it was it was actually a good game too like mm-hmm. the quality like i was like i don't know much about chicago mm-hmm. um they're not a terrible team uh, they actually look decent yeah they look decent portland 
I thought they deserved a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I think they probably are a little unlucky to walk away with nothing from that game. Yeah. Um, and they had it tied for Chicago scored first. Um, they scored early, early. Too, didn't they? Yeah. And they looked like it, too. Like Ooh, they, they came out hot. Yeah, they did. Um, I think they had a shot, a pretty good attempt on goal before they even scored. Um, so, yeah, Chicago scored first. Portland tied it up. Um, great finish from Bully. Um, don't know his first name, but it was a really good... Frank. Okay. It was a really good finish. Um, beat the keeper at the near post. And he, like, he got kind of like a through ball and just struck it first time. Um, and I was like, okay, it's going to be a game. Um, and then Kamara. It's funny. Kamara, MLS legend. Kamara came in, and I looked at my buddy, and I go, you guys are fucked. <laughs> He's like, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. He's like playing it off. And then five minutes later, or you whatever. always have to be worried about Kai yeah, Kamara. No matter how old he is, he's going to find the net. Yeah, and he's he's going to do pretty much anything to get on the end of crosses, which is how he scored. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at my buddy. I was like, you jinxed <laughs> it, man. You jinxed it. Um, but no, it was, it was a fun game. I thought both teams played really well. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got to see Chicago play in person. I don't know if I've ever seen them play in person. I've never had the chance to. I don't know if I've ever watched them on TV either. I avoid them if I can, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I watched their first, Jordan Shakiri's first game. That was it. Yeah, I was like, oh, Shakiri cool. didn't even play because he's on his way back or coming back from uh, international mm-hmm. duty from Euro qualifiers. Um both teams played really well, though. It was like a good, um, good game to go to as a neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, but some little like side anecdotes is my friend who I went with. He's been a Timbers fan forever, and his dad's a longtime season ticket holder. sits in the same seat for every game, um, so he's got like he knows he knows everyone that's like around him. Yeah. Levi's dad does, and um, I get in there, and Levi's smashed already, <laughs> um, and I don't know, maybe two minutes after I get to the seats, he um, announces to the whole section that I'm a Sounders fan. Oh, fuck. I, I like, kind of like, punch him in the arm, I'm like... You can't, you're literally that four rows from Timber's army, yeah, you're gonna I'm scream like, that out? Yeah, I was like, I expect you to say something, but you're going to expose me two minutes after mm-hmm. I get here. Um, but everyone was pretty chill about it. I did find out, though, that, well, Levi told me, like I said, he was smashed. So maybe not the most reliable source, <laughs> but he said that if you're caught wearing Sounders gear in the Timbers Army, you'll be asked to leave the stadium. Which I'm like, I don't know if they could do that. Like, Not only unless they have a deal with security, which yeah, they, but I know maybe like, they do. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and then he said, and I go, okay, well, what if you're wearing like a not the Sounders, but not the Timbers? And he was like, they'll escort you to new seating. I'm like, that's really kind of. I get it because you know you, you want if you're gonna be like a ultra, could, yeah, it yeah. could get violent when it doesn't need to. Um, but I thought that was interesting. I'm like, hmm. if you wear a Sounders gear and you're in there. Uh, I've worn a Sounders hat in there, but I was sitting pretty high up, so I wasn't really so you're like, out of bothering like, anyone. Range, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. Hmm. Um, and then yeah, I mean, be- like I said, beautiful night. Like can't ask for anything more. Yeah. Beers, soccer. 
Tragic for the Timbers, but... Yeah, tragic for the Timbers. Sounders, which I think is a good segue, because that's probably the next game yeah. I want to talk to. They lost 1-0 to LAFC, but because the Timbers lost, and this this is always the case for me, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. softens the blow a little oh, bit. Oh, it made me feel a little better. Yeah. Because I was, obviously, I was, I was, cause I literally got home from Joshua Tree, mm-hmm. like, at, what, fucking 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. Or, or, after driving from the airport, I think I got home, like, at 6. Okay. So, he sat down, made food, and turned on the Sounders game right away. Yeah. I was right back into it. That's, a, that's, um, so, this is just back to the house that you were staying at, or back in Portland? Oh, back in Portland. Oh, okay, okay. Like, I literally flew in from Joshua Tree to PDX, or SNA to PDX. Yeah. Parents picked me up, went to go get the car in Vancouver, mm-hmm. drove from Vancouver to Beaverton, yeah. sat down, made a quick Flipped meal. On. Yeah. Nice. That's that's not a bad thing to come back home to. No. Even though the game didn't end how we wanted it to, but what'd you, what'd you make of it? Honestly, the first half, honestly, the start of both halves, like I wrote about, I was writing about this in my notes. Yeah. Sounders came out hot. That's they what looked, you were saying in the group chat, too. They looked so good. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're cooking with something. Yeah. Albert's back in the 10. He's looking really good there. Mm-hmm. Nico's on the wing. That was an interesting experiment. I liked him there because he stayed out wide. Yeah. Yeah. But then it was literally like after like the, like the 65th minute, Sounders ran out of gas. Like It would just slow down mm-hmm. so much. And LAFC was just attack, attack, attack. I also didn't get any goals in. Yeah, right. But they were just relentless do you think that is like a, a side effect of playing really well and not getting anything out of it and just being like on like disheartened by it being like what are we doing wrong mm-hmm. like everything's going pretty well i think so because even like raul he had two fantastic chances that he would normally put away mm-hmm. but he just couldn't he didn't get him back and obviously like he might have been distracted because yeah. his dad just died the night before well but... that's what i was gonna say is do you think maybe like because obviously he probably told the team what happened. Maybe the team was distracted by that a little bit. You're maybe bad for your teammate. And... They could have been, but also like so they were playing know. so well. Maybe they're playing for his dad. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I've been in the, I've played in those games where everything like you feel like you're doing everything right, but it's like the final pass or the final it. shot. It's not falling. You know, you can't get the ball to bounce your way or whatever, and it's like. At a certain point, you just kind of feel like throwing your arms up. Yeah. Like, saying WTF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and obviously, we'll get to the, the this game on Saturday a bit. Mm-hmm. But like in the press conference there, uh, Schmetz even said, like, the players are frustrated. Yeah. The entire oh, team sure. is. Like, sure. Nico, he's a captain. He's incredibly frustrated with just his own performance and everyone else's. They, yeah. just, they just don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's been a rough stretch of, like, 10 games. Honestly, after so. the LAFC game, it was literally two wins. In 10 games. Yeah. And we've only taken home, I think, what, 10 points out of the potential, like, 33 by that point. That is so depressing. And we're still <laughs> in third place. That's what I was just going to say. We're so lucky to still be in third. It's like, only that hot start. That's yeah. the only reason. Yep, it's kind of um, piggybacking us through this rough patch of play, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's, that's why you want to come out of the gates like that, but... You hope that if you do hit that slump, you find your way out. It's kind of... I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel at this point. No. Obviously, at some point, something will click. Yeah, something has to give at some point. Exactly. But, but it's, we're just kind of all sitting around waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Who'd like... And I feel like we're just getting so reliant on like 
with Jordan Morris, which we'll get to him later on. Yeah. But then we're and Christian rolled yeah, let's, on. Yeah, let's come like, back to let's come back to JMO and let's come back to Nico slash um, Christian later. Yeah, yeah, and then also um, I think with Nico we can in tandem talk about uh, Rusnak too. Yeah. Um, okay. And then our third cascaded team yeah. did not play. Yeah, tragically they were in Colorado. Um, did they the game started right or did it not it even, didn't start? even start okay the rain was insane it was like torrential downpour insane thunderstorms yeah all the journals that i know that were there they're all having a good time in the press box just laughing watching all the pictures oh, and they're everything. undercover yeah so just chilling probably got some food some drinks and... there was one white caps fan that was still there sitting in the stadium waiting for the game to start and it never started for him yeah um, obviously in those situations you might know more about this but the clubs like pretty much like reimburse you for your ticket oh, they do, or yeah. make it good for the whenever the game happens oh they, they reimburse okay. him right away and he's, yeah. I think he has a free ticket for either the replay or the next cool White yeah, game. that's good so yeah Vancouver didn't play which I mean they would have won you, yeah but. <laughs> I was just gonna say when you're when you're a team like Vancouver is right now and you're playing that well you that sucks to have a game yeah. canceled like that because you you're 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 just firing on all cylinders and mm-hmm. you just want to go out and perform. Um, but let's go ahead and um, fast forward to Saturday, um, where all three of our teams played, and it they all was, played at the same time yeah, too. <laughs> it was a decent weekend for Cascadia results wise. Um, when you get into more detail and start looking yeah. at how the teams played, the the stories might be a little different. Mm-hmm. But I think let's start with Vancouver versus uh, LAFC. Yes, I have it pulled up right away. This put a smile on my face. God, I, I rewatched it, and so it was a fantastic yeah. showing from Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! They yeah. brought out the new formation. They brought yeah. out the three four two one, whatever it was. Uh, they haven't played that in it like was, literally two seasons, but maybe it was the formation. They looked so fluid, and um, everyone knew their role. Um, Even I, with Gressel out too. Yeah, with Gressel out. I didn't they have three total missing from the Gold Cup? They did, yeah. They yeah. also had uh, Javon Brown with Jamaica. He mm-hmm. was out with the Gold yep. Cup. Yep. And then also Justin Blackman, the other center back, he was out injured okay. on top of that too. Gotcha. So. Um, and LAFC had all their guys pretty much, right? I they mean, did except for one of their center backs, which okay. Ilya can slot he, into center yeah, back and yeah, he looked natural before. there. Yeah. Um, but as far as attacking players goes, LAFC had all their guys. Yeah, everybody. Uh, was the center back missing Maldonado? Uh, no, he was there. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was part oh. of the oh. I forget who was. Am I thinking? Uh, I mean, yeah. Aaron Long was out, but he doesn't start right. for them. Okay. Whoever um, whoever was for LAFC. Fuck Aaron Long, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, it just It's like salt in the wound when you say Aaron Long, but he doesn't start for them. But he started in the opening Gold Cup game for the U.S. That's, I don't want to digress too much. That's, that's a horrible that's story, crazy. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Vancouver just, I mean, they, they easily could have gone into halftime 3-4-0. Oh, up. easily. Like, Cordova looked yeah. fantastic. That was his yeah. best game in the white cap shirt. Yeah. Like, he had those two early chances where I thought we're going to go in, especially that second one. How'd he miss that? How that the insane. hell did he miss that, dude? He's reminding me of a hay bear right now where he's just, he's right there where he just can't find it. Yeah, right. And it just hurts, but. Yeah. I mean, he he still played really well, though. And Oh, yeah. I mean, if you lose and that's how things go, you know, it's a little more upsetting, but... The fact that everybody also stepped up at yeah. the same time. Um, 
so yeah, I'll, I'll let you go into more on this game because you're more like analytical on things if you want, or we oh, can yeah. just kind of talk about the goals, whatever. Oh yeah, honestly, like the way I will do a little bit of both because like okay. the way I was just really intrigued by the way that Vanny brought out um, the White Caps in this game because mm-hmm. usually they've been sticking with the Christmas tree four three two one okay. the entire season. This is only the second time they've diverted from that where they've gone with the three at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, I liked it. Uh, Andreas Kubas has like that that center defensive midfielder. Uh-huh. He controlled. He's so small, but he controlled everything. Yeah, I thought he played really well too. Ryan Gold is an absolute god to to wing, assist he and a goal. Back right. Uh, he was playing that role. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he looked good out there. Um, he kind of seems like he could maybe slot more centrally too. So he's typically a number to. ten. Yeah. Or like a false nine type. Okay. Or a second striker, but. And yeah. he's our club captain too. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty um, like that formation just looks. I mean, on paper it looks like, you're just gonna be, like, uh, getting waves of attack. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it was, right? Yeah, I that's mean, what they wanted to do because yeah. I know LAFC was missing one their main central defender. So mm-hmm. like, let's just get them on their back heels as much as they can. Yeah, and they, uh, they came out firing, dude. Um, they scored in the second minute. And then again in the 23rd, um, and they had opportunities sprinkled throughout mm-hmm. the whole entire first half. Um, and then did Bwonga pull one back just before halftime? I think it was I, just let me before halftime. I think it was before, yeah. Um, the app doesn't give it, us any information. Yeah. But. <laughs> I know. I think it was just before half, and it was kind of like a scrappy goal I think the keeper got a save on it that's kind of like bounced out Bongo and then, yeah. got the rebound and buried it um is he is he leading goal scorer yeah with 14 goals yeah now. 18 overall Jeez, that's insane yeah that's um, insane so he he'll probably be going to Europe um very soon sometime soon and LAFC looked really good in the second half yeah honestly like they started bringing it back trying yeah. to love finally got them clicking a little bit more yeah I mean that's just a good team I mean, yeah, there's um, no Max, denying that. Max can hate on him all he wants, and which they, I don't know if the team bugs me, but the it's more the fans for me. The three five two or three whatever they are. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I would like to assume that that like supporters group has a little bit more dignity than like the fair weather or God. the people who are like chucking beers. Yeah, I don't know if the if that fan if that fan section throws beers or not but i've seen a couple here and there like in the very front but yeah most of them they try to reel it in yeah as much as they can because mm-hmm. they don't want that reputation yeah yeah i wouldn't either um so yeah i mean i i think i kind of tuned out for when lafc got their second because i don't really remember it yeah, i don't remember remember carlos they Carlos uh, goal. i mean he's He's pretty automatic. I feel like him and Bowank are just inevitable. They're going to get a goal regardless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like, Vela assisting someone at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, great win for Vancouver. I think they're on the up and up. Um, they are. They're going to – I don't know. They just look so good against a really good team, too. Mm-hmm. So, don't be surprised if they start, like, knocking off some wins, like, Oh, yeah, they're, they're, what, they're two games – they have two games in hand, and if they win one – they can actually jump to fourth place. That's crazy. And yeah. then they play the Sounders after that, which then they can jump the Sounders over third. and then yeah. Just... yeah, so they're in ninth right now, sitting on 25 points. Um, but that's... 25 points is only... 
That's only four points off the Sounders right now. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Um, the West is heating up. The West is heating up. You don't... Before it was kind of boring at the start. I was like, okay, the Sounders are up top. St. Louis is yeah. also there. But then... Yeah, you don't have to be a world beater in the West to, to be in the playoff picture. A little bit different story in the East. I think the, the uh, teams yep. are a little more consistent. The top teams are the a top little teams more are, consistent. Yeah. Um, okay, what, what game do you want to talk about next? Um, let's... Honestly, let's talk about Timbers and NYCFC. Okay. I kind of feel bad for the Timbers on this one. Oh, I, th- I think it was a repeat of the game I went to where they played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, they did get a point out of this one. Yeah. Um, With another wonder goal from Evander. Dude, it's he's so good. <laughs> so silky. Um, yeah, the friend who Levi who I went to the game with on Wednesday, he like I asked him, what do you think of Evander? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Like we, I feel like we overpaid for him. And I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> no, you didn't overpay <laughs> no. for him. He's a really good player. Um, I think he just kind of like sticks out a little in a negative way because he tries things that no one else tries. Mm-hmm. Um, like those little, little flicks or like yeah. the, the cheeky dribbles that he's always doing. And they don't always come off, which no one ever gets everything to come off yeah um and so it, he might just be a little exposed in that sense to the mm-hmm. fans who maybe aren't used to like seeing a player like that because i don't think they've really they've never had, had a player, player like, like that. that like blanco mm-hmm. you see when he was like in his like prime or like do little things. valeri yeah but um, even valeri didn't do that much he's more yeah. like a facilitator yeah um that's true um so yeah he that goal was I mean, he just guided it to, like, the upper it 90 It looks so almost. easy. It was not even fair. How does he make it look that easy? I don't get no. it. And he came from the Danish League. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, I have saved, I saw rumors, like, there were teams, like, in in uh, the Portuguese League that were watching him, mm. Bundesliga, like, lower-tier lower, lower tier Bundesliga teams yeah. were watching him, but... Yeah, it's a good, good get for the Timbers. Again, good scouting. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Other than the Timbers, like, playing well and not being able to, like, capitalize on how well they were playing, um, pretty traditional game, a rematch yeah. of the 2021 uh, MLS Cup Final, mm-hmm. which I was at, not to brag. Not to brag or anything. <laughs> NYCFC looked decent. Yeah. And I think got, Keaton Parks got, got himself the goal. Yeah. But... they Did they have anyone out for Gold Cup? Uh, just James Sands. Oh yeah, that's right. Their captain. Their captain. Yeah, that was it though. Um, okay. they, they had, yeah. they, but they've been kind of mediocre this season. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, so it kind of it sucks. The Timbers couldn't get a result. Yeah, right. Especially being a team at like home that. and they've got their the, the club captains not playing and yeah, they're not in the best run of form. No. So yeah, Portland and Seattle on some thin ice, I think. Um, uh, yeah. So let's let's move on to the Sounders game. Um, full disclosure, I'm on a little bit of a Sounders boycott. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching them right now because I'm too Angry. emotionally <laughs> invested. So yes, that would be the result of the way they've been playing is anger. Yeah. So to spare myself those negative feelings, I'm just not watching them. I right mean, that's now. fair. <laughs> See, unfortunately for me, I have no choice because yeah. since I do all the writing, yeah, I have to go to those games. I'm sorry, man. It's it's rough. Did you go? I did, yeah. Okay. And I mean, like it was it was a it was a great drive. It was a beautiful day for a drive to yeah. Seattle. I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. It was a great night driving home too. Cool. Um, the match itself, 
pretty. Tell me about it. It's pretty <laughs> fucking boring. <laughs> yeah, dude. Zero zero draw against um, Orlando, yeah. who is a mid-table team at best. Yeah, playing host to Orlando. Um, there's flashes where moments were like. Where there's amazing passing sequences, like I thought they're gonna have a chance on goal, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the tap just deflates as soon as it hits like the Orlando's 18. Oh, man, that's the story. Um, so I was thinking instead of getting into the nitty gritty on this game because I kind of feel like we're just beating a dead horse, <laughs> we can talk about a couple other things that are more, um, I don't know, player centric. Yeah, player-centric, but first I was hoping to talk about some, like, um, like, what do you make of Schmetzer after the game? And I I get it to a certain extent, he's trying to shift the attention away from how bad the team is playing, but him shining a light on, um, well, it's our 10th shutout. What do you, what is, what does that make you feel? I'm tired of it, (laughs) honestly. Like, it's just a, every week, it's the same old, it's the same old damn thing. Like, yeah. highlight one positive thing that the, that the team will do. One mm-hmm. single thing. But then he's not going to talk about the other 99 things that, that have gone wrong. wrong. Yeah. Whether it's throughout the whole, throughout the last, like, 11 games now, or that game specifically, he just refuses to bring it up. Yeah. Like, now, it, I've gotten, it's gone to the point where other journalists are in the press, and the pressers are asking him questions about stuff, certain things, and he's just trying to dive away from it and saying just speak about the positives yeah like every time he's trying to spin it yeah it's it it kind of feels a little bit like he's trying to not just him but like him and like the team the players the club whatever you want to fucking call it it seems like he's trying to help himself and the team dodge accountability um and i i don't know it just kind of like I feel like they're being held over a fire, the proverbial mm-hmm. fire right now, but he's like, he's trying to pretend that that's not happening. Yeah. And it's just, you know, business as usual. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on and that's great and all, but only to a certain extent. And there's only been one time this entire season where he's actually showed his emotions and showed like some fire. Yeah. And that was a Timbers loss. And in here in Portland, you know, which is understandable, yeah, like right. But that, but not that's the only time he's ever even like addressed anything. Yeah, and maybe that's just not the kind of person he is. But for me personally, if things were to go exactly my way, um, <laughs> I I kind of want I want more emotion. Personally, Honestly, yeah. Well, also like, we're both like massive fans of European soccer, and we yeah. see these coaches like they they get fired up, they fire mm-hmm. their teams up, they're yeah. very passionate about what they're doing. Yeah, and we're not seeing that from the the other team that we love Mm -hmm. closer to home yeah and i've had i've talked to my dad a bunch about this because he's a lifelong sounders fan he turned 57 today and i think he's been happy birthday pablo hawksford yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i think he's been you know around the sounders since he can remember but i was talking to him earlier and we're just like nothing is going right right like team's not playing well Schmetz is for the first time in his MLS Sounders coaching career is hitting a really rough patch mm-hmm. over a sustained period of time. It's never been this bad. The crowd seems flat. Yeah. Even with 30,000 strong, it's, it was still flat. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's hard to tell what's going on. I hope the best for him. Um, please start playing well again so I can 
watch again. <laughs> um, I don't know. I know you're having to resort to watching tim- more Timbers games. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, if I'm at that stadium, that's great. Um, and, like, if I don't have a lot going on, I'll watch them. I love I love Evander. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I could watch him I think all he's one of the best day. players in the league, honestly. Yeah, for but... sh- oh, for sure. Um, but anyways, yeah, so let, let's uh, let's take a quick break, um, quick hydration break, <laughs> and uh, we'll come back and talk a little more player-centric, like yeah. we were saying about some Sounders players. Welcome back to the program. I'm going to give you a little more player-centric this time for the Sounders. Uh, we're going to be mostly kind of kind of talking about Christian Roldan, Nico, and Albert Rusnak. Kind of debate between those three. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think there can be a lot of like interchangeability with those guys, mm-hmm. and I also, not to name names, but I don't think Nico should really have as big of a role no. anymore as he does. I think we we, we talked about this a couple of times. Yeah, now. his yep. his age is starting to show. Yeah, like he runs at two hundred percent every single game and i respect right. that he never but, he's never not trying but the problem is now because he, he's the never quality. not trying it's he's like losing position and yeah. just all over the place yeah um so yeah i think nico's a good jumping off point mm-hmm. um he's our captain he's the club captain he's won multiple trophies with the club you know what i'm just i'm gonna make a blanket statement right now mm-hmm. i think one thing that's kind of fucking the Sounders over right now is their commitment to loyalty to players mm-hmm. like at a certain point you gotta know when to say goodbye yeah you know like for, for or at the very least is dropping them from the 11 yeah like for most of us um not you Michael because you're a special case but most of us we have a girlfriend in college or maybe a couple but it's not the person who you're going to settle down with yeah. in most cases. <laughs> um, and I know you were dating your girlfriend before yeah. college. <laughs> but um, so it's all, it kind of feels like that with the Sounders. where They kind of are dragging this relationship yeah. out with Nico a little bit. And I love him. I have nothing against him. But I do think that when push comes to shove, he needs to take a back seat yeah. to um, the proceedings moving forward honestly yeah um because i think we all have really liked what we've seen from rusnak at the 10 mm-hmm. it's only been like three games but it's been a noticeable yeah. change in yeah the offense. and god damn it he deserves to play that position honestly too. yeah that's his natural position instead yeah. of playing as a number six and like, it's not even i don't even think he deserves it because it's his natural position i think he deserves it because he did a hell of a job in that other role mm-hmm um and Nico hasn't been playing well, so mm-hmm. give him a shot. He's playing well. Keep him there. I think I think it's time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have like Nico on the bench. Bring him on like a super the, sub, sixty fifth minute. Yes. Imagine that, like fresh legs, Nico. To be, yeah. I think it'd be game changing. To yep. be honest, I was talking to my dad earlier today, and I was like, "Give Rusnak the starting spot at the ten in the sixtieth, sixty fifth, seventieth minute. If it's not working, you need a little spark. Bring him off." Or shift him, push him further down the field, and bring make a sub so Nico can get on, mm-hmm. and try and be a late impact sub. That's where I stand with Nico. Yeah, um, and Rusnak for that 
fact, for that matter, I want to see him play the mm-hmm. 10. Because I don't, don't want to bring put Rusnak back in, into the 6 when we have Vargas playing really well right now. Yeah. As a fucking 17-year-old. Yeah. And old man JP balling out as well at the mm-hmm. same time. Like, yeah. I think I that know, midfield think, 3 yeah. is just so fun to watch. Definitely. And I think that if they can find a way... I'm not sure if Vargas is ready... If they can find a way to have him just like planted there as the six, because JP's good going forward too mm-hmm. and is creative going forward, so it would be cool to see JP have that license to get to forward, forward a little yeah. more. Because Vargas than, has that defensive ability. Yeah, he, he do does. It. I just don't know. You know, it's like you can only trust a seventeen-year-old so much in that yeah. position. He's a great player. Um, but you know, he's, he's young. Yeah. And so it's, it's a lot of responsibility on a young kid. Before we move on to the other old heads, would you rather have Vargas starting there or Atencio with JP right now? Just from what I've like personally seen, and I haven't watched all of their appearances for the Sounders. For me, it's Vargas. Mm -hmm. Um, Tencio, I think is a good player. still shows a lot of potential. But for me, it's Vargas. Like I just, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. like the kid. I like. That's right. I, I like, like everything he brings great. to the table. Um, he just seems a little more solid. I can, I, I, I feel like I can trust him more than mm-hmm. Tencio. That's fair. Especially, this, on, the, especially on the ball, yeah. Yeah. At this point, um, is that what you're feeling too? I think so. I yeah. think with, I feel like there are some games that would call for Tencio because he is. He's a bigger body. He mm-hmm. can move forward like mm-hmm. JP. And he, mm-hmm. he can stay back to allow JP to move forward more, yeah. like we were saying with Vargas. Uh-huh. But I just, for me, sometimes like in that six or eight role, I'm more comfortable with like with a bigger body there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and before we move on, I just thought of another thing that I mentioned to my dad earlier is, what if? Hear me out. It's gonna be a little <laughs> crazy, but what if we kept our front our our Ideal front three, right, is um, Leo Chu on the left, mm-hmm. Rui Diaz in the middle. Yep. And then J-Mo on the right or Roldan on the right? Christian. Yeah. Hands down. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> Glad you said that. What if we stuck J-Mo out there and brought Roldan inside to play like the... So would you think like a four three three or like a white cast four three two one? I I'm not sure on the formation, but I do think that Roldan could do do a job as a center midfielder. Oh, easily yeah. with Rusnak and JP. Yeah, and you know if you could tweak the formation to get Vargas in there too, mm-hmm. we'd be cooking. Yeah, we easily go if we wanted to. We can go three at the back with knew who. Ideally, Javi and and, and uh, Yamar. Yamar, yeah, I think that'd be really fun. You don't think Reagan can play in a back three? I don't think so. Reagan's gonna piss me off past few weeks, <laughs> man. Like, I think you're not alone on that one. Um, but that was the crazy idea I had earlier. I was like, what? If, I don't. I don't hate that. What if Roldan came inside? I don't know. I like that. I mean, that's where, that's where he started his yeah, and that's career. Yeah. yeah, and that's where he played with Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look damn good. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the old jersey, I'm wearing. God, I miss damn. Ozzie. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, that's that's my crazy thought for the day. Um, so what player do you want to talk about next? I want to bring up Jordan 
So with the way... I just rolled my eyes if you yes. couldn't hear it. <laughs> Everyone who's been listening so far knows that I've been shitting on Jordan a lot this season. Because mm-hmm. I, have, I have high expectations for him. Yeah. But I feel like with the way that we're playing right now, Raul is starting to get cooking again. He's yeah, looking he's a lot healthier. Yeah. I'm almost thinking like we have Leo Chu, who is undroppable at this point. Ruznak in the middle. Mm-hmm. Christian on the right. And Raul up top. Yeah. I don't think there is enough room for Jordan to start until yeah, he starts no. proving himself a little more. Or his knee is better. Or his knee is better, which which apparently according to people in the Sounders they camp, can't. they're saying he's generally okay. Yeah. It's just... Caution. Yeah. Cautionary. Cautionary. Yeah. But that's that's my thinking going forward. Like, yeah. I love J-Mo. I know he's a damn good player. He's one of our best players that we have, but yeah. current form standing, I think it's... Here's here's my thing with Mr. Jordan Morris is I like him too, but the, I I said this to someone the other day I can't remember who, but the more I watch him, the more I am coming to terms with how one dimensional he is. Mm-hmm. He is he's never really gonna beat anyone on the dribble. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just like a touch and then sprint by you. Yeah. Um, he's never going to thread a nice pass or a nice cross. Mm-mm. He might get lucky on a couple crosses yeah. here and there. Because sometimes when you put it in the mixer, something good will happen. But he's not going to pull a Christian or a Ruznak or even Nico or just yeah. slot it right yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not going to play that nice like outswinging ball from the right wing and find Rui Diaz at the far post or something. You know, like he's not going to do that. Um, most of the time when he passes, it's square or backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like he's going to line up shots from distant. He just... He's a he's, poacher. He's a poacher. You can play him in behind. Um, but that doesn't last forever because you get older and you get slower. Yeah. And he's already had two knee defend- surgeries. Yeah. And defenders get younger and faster. <laughs> um, so I... And that... This, for me goes back to the sounders being too loyal didn't they mm-hmm. just give him a bunch of money they did another contract extension to start the season. so it's just it's and i know he's from seattle and he mm-hmm. is he's an academy he's a poster kid. boy yeah and he's like his dad's a team doctor and all this shit but it's just kind of like what were you guys thinking like <laughs> Could there have been a better negotiation made? I don't know. Obviously, I don't... I'm not saying they should have sold him. Mm-hmm. Yet. If an offer came through now, though, for, like, say, a championship-level team... Yeah. Or a team like Luton Town in the mm-hmm. Premier League or Burnley, mm-hmm. would you accept it? Even if it was, like, if I'm If I'm the club or if, if I'm Jordan? If you're the club. think i would but i i don't know if he would that's true every time he's tried it's always failed whether he gets hurt or he just doesn't doesn't end up going yeah i don't know if he would i don't know man he's he's an interesting one for me Mm -hmm. um yeah i I, he honestly just hasn't been the same since the second knee injury Mm -hmm. i think and and it's sad like start of the season he was fantastic he had nine goals in the season yeah one of his his greatest goal outputs yeah in forever but yeah and I think he's, I think he's still a, like, maybe not as fast as he was, but he's still really fucking fast. Mm-hmm. You can put on the Jets. He can, really quick, yeah, yeah, he can still get in behind defenders, but 
he just I don't know, man. It's I don't like, think he fits the system right now. Yeah, yeah. I think if we if we had everybody, which after international break, everyone's gonna be healthy, everyone's gonna be fit. It's gonna be hard to put him in without changing everything. Yeah. Let's find a formation where him and Rui Diaz can play, can both play up top, and Christian Roldan <laughs> can play center mid. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, the problem is we're gonna run the same thing. Who do we drop for that? Yeah, we have to drop yeah. one other person. Yeah, I know. Um, can we play two at the back? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of out on Jordan Morris. Hate to say it, but I have been. But yeah, you know. <laughs> he's just he's too one dimensional, man. It's like I think he... now with the league because it's growing so quickly, and now with Messi and Busquets coming in, I think it's gonna elevate it even more. Think it's Certain gonna... players will get left behind. Yeah. I'm not saying Jordan Morris is one of those guys, but he... Unless he elevates his own game. Yeah, which is kind of like... That's one thing I've like been contemplating in my head, and it started with Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, you made it this far. You're obviously a like really good player, because mm-hmm. percentage-wise, not many people make it to that level. Yeah. Whether it be Jordan Morris or Harry Maguire, still... Not many people make it to that level. Mm-mm. So it's like, if you put in the work to get to that point, um, did you just hit your ceiling? Or are you not trying mm-hmm. anymore? Are you too complacent? Yeah, and you're so you're not improving. Like, with Harry Maguire, it was just like, dude, like I, you're not fast. You're not going to just all of a sudden get fast. <laughs> that That's fine. But there's other things you can do to improve as a player yeah. and I just I'm like how is he not getting better and especially um, the quality of players I mean this is like a whole other tangent yeah. like Manchester United they're getting better and newer younger players yeah. so you would think he would also but um, it's like maybe he just hit his ceiling and maybe yeah he can't get better and that's that's fine that happens to everyone in mm-hmm. every job yeah um, but it was like a debate an internal debate <laughs> I was having in my head for a while like why can't he get better? Why can't he get better? Like he's training every day. He's training with world class players. Like he's, com- you know, these are competitive people. They want to start. They want to play. So why, why is he, is he not? better? Yeah, and then it clicked. It was like, okay, well, maybe he's just maybe he just can't. Yeah, he just can't. And maybe that's where J Mo's at. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, is there anyone else you want to go over? Or, I mean, the Nico and. Yeah, Jordan were the main two. Okay, like obviously we we brought up Albert and Christian. I I feel like I just need to call him Al from now on. Al, yeah. I mean, but I feel like once I think he's a locked in starter. He should be in the ten. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Christian will be a locked in starter when he comes in because in the few games that he's already played since his injury, the team looked completely different in a good way. Oh my god, he fucking took a shot off the. Face in the Gold Cup game on Saturday, and I my heart stopped. He was fine. <laughs> like no, please. He almost scored. I saw that. And then off the rebound, someone I can't remember who someone ripped a shot and it just <laughs> blasted him in the oh. side of the face. I was like, no. Um, but he was he was totally fine. I don't even think he needed a trainer, and he should have scored. He should have scored. Jordan should have scored. They both had really good chances. Yeah. But... Oh my god, I forgot about Jamo's chance. Andre Blake was pretty. Immaculate. I mean, he he did really good. Yeah. On that save, but like, still as a as a striker, you got it. I mean, I see, we've that. we've seen Jordan score goals yeah. from right there. Yep. Yes, we have. <laughs> That's probably one of his favorite spots to score goals from. Honestly. Um. All right. 
quick break and we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the Bob Bradley. Bob? Bob Bradley and um, anything else we can think of. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, we're back. Um, quick little snippet blurb on Bob Bradley. He was fired from Toronto. Inevitable. Yeah, inevitable. Um, if you know anything about the shitstorm that's been going <laughs> on there, from like the front office down to players, um, yeah, go to the athletic and yeah. read that article. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's the a great best article. one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah. It felt like an expose almost. It, it did, like, honestly. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're if you're into the drama, definitely look that article up. But yeah, Bob Bradley, he's gone. Um, have they named an interim? No, yet? no, no. They haven't said okay. a single thing. I mean, obviously Weird. it just happened, like, was it this morning? Yeah, this morning. It's Which, like the first thing I saw on social yeah, media. This first morning. big news. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Tom, for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I've seen or maybe, like, heard rumblings of, they are looking for maybe a Canadian coach. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. Which I think they want, they want to stick with that. So yeah. I think we only, only think of as, like, Herdman from Canada. They can bring him in if they wanted Ooh, to. Do you think they could get him to step away from the national team job i mean there's a lot of shit going on with the canada national team right now they might yeah. not have enough money to play in the fall like for neither oh, men's or women's i haven't heard any of that's this. very new it's still like ongoing which yeah. probably so next week i'll probably have more information for everyone Jesus. but so that could be an option or even mark dos santos who's assistant at lefc yeah. former whitecaps coach they could do that yep yeah, it's interesting yeah but Yep. You gotta find someone who can handle the egos. Yeah, because you've got Insigne in there. You've got Bernadeski. You got Michael Bradley, who's yeah. got a big ego. Which that'll be interesting. I mean, he's been captain and oh, he was Toronto captain before forever. his dad came in. Yeah. Um, oh, man, it's crazy how long he's been there. Almost ten years, I think. Yeah, that's close to that's it. Wild. That's wild. I remember when that transfer first happened. I was livid. I was like, bro, you're about to be a starter for Roma, and you're Peace leaving out for MLS. <laughs> Yeah, interesting career move. He won a trophy. Now yeah, give so, him that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but Bob had a what three, seven, and ten. Yeah. He, Only team worse is Inter Miami right now. I, I did see something though that was an interesting stat. He's like the third longest serving coach in Toronto's history. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like fifty games Jesus. or something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! I just thought of this. What if they brought an Italian coach? There you go. Oh I was my just, god! I wonder why I didn't think of that before. But yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Who? Who? Who's out there? Nobody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nobody. But maybe they can pull away um, Ancelotti. From um, imagine <laughs> Ancelotti snubs the Brazil national team and coaches Toronto. That'd be pretty <laughs> sick. Come on, Carlo. You know you want to do it. Um, okay, well, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about that. I mean, I mean, we we covered Tor- this a couple Toronto weeks ago. Toronto but... as an organization just seems like a shit show. Oh yeah, like so... you like you're saying earlier, from the top down, it's just yeah, not good. Um, okay, and then what was it? How do I not remember this? You just mentioned it. What else did you want to talk about? Uh, Busquets. Oh yeah, Busquets officially signed with Inter Miami. Yep. Weirdly enough, he was annou- officially announced before Messi, Messi officially announced, but it's oh, like inevitable. It's probably going to be like a week-long party for Messi's oh, yeah. announcement or something. Like... Oh, guarantee. Now there's just one more jersey after the Inter-Miami like, head people or sporting director like posted a picture like three jerseys. There's mm. one more empty one now. That's right. It's probably going to be Jordi Alba, but... 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe Suarez. Uh, I heard he's gonna retire. Oh, okay. Because he just he got hurt. He hurt his knee. Oh no. Yeah. 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 We, <laughs> we, the we, biggest the Suarez fan. <laughs> Fucking Liverpool. God, absolute douche. Yeah. Um, so that's one yeah, of the biggest. Jordi Alba, yeah, Jordi Alba. You're you're right. I think on that one, there was one other. Di Maria was also kind of rumored. I doubt it'll be him. But no, he's actually just signed with Benfica. Oh, okay. So oh, he dude. went back to his roots, so... Yeah, I'm all over the shop tonight. Um, it also doesn't help that I literally have transfer alerts on my phone, yeah, so, he, like, yeah. I'm an absolute monster. Michael's taking smoke breaks at work to, to check dude, the I transfer. Dude, I literally am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like 10s or 15s. I gotta, so I'm I gotta like, go to the bathroom. Like, going through transfer Again. mark and make sure all the, yeah. all the things, pop mob, <laughs> everything else. Oh, man. Okay, well, yeah, th- I mean... I'm really excited for Messi to start playing and Busquets for that matter. Um, it's it's just gonna be like cool to see what it does for the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Fourth DP rule, or even a fifth DP. Yeah, Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, dude, send it. Whatever. Like let's <laughs> let's mix it up a bunch. You know these salary cap and roster rules. They're kind of bullshit anyway. I mean, yeah. Gam, Tam, whatever the fuck. Um, oh, there was this actually, I feel like, as a good little segue. Did you see that guy who I think he plays for Tigris said that MLS oh, isn't, isn't a league? It's just a, it's a, a marketing, marketing thing. Oh, yeah. My God. What do, you, what do you make of that? God, that's such a joke. Because, like, we're, we're now seeing MLS teams play so much better against these League of MX teams yeah, now. Right, right. And obviously, like, the. The League's Cup is literally just a cash grab. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. But I think with comments like that, I think it's going to start heating up the competition. Like yeah. Everyone's going to start taking it a little more seriously. Which, great. Bet, good for both sides. Honestly, yeah. Um, I mean, hell, they can start expanding out to like bring in the Canadian Premier League if they wanted to. They can yeah. just make it huge. Yeah. that's I know. I, that'd be cool to see some um, Canadian teams that aren't in MLS get mm-hmm. some more shine. Pacific I w- FC. That'd yeah, be I, would, fun. <laughs> I would love to see that. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's something to be said about some of the stuff that MLS does. Oh, one th- e- e- yeah. Like his example was the Marvel ball, which is so funny because when I saw that, I was like, "This is the dumbest shit I've ever seen." Like, and the new why, Marvel jerseys are yeah, coming out. Why? Soon. Why? Why do you Why do you need to do that? Like, and it's it's partly Adidas too. Adidas and having this is worked, America having like, worked is... for the brand. Um, Adidas is, to me anyways, notorious for um, doing a collaboration with anyone that will do it. <laughs> that will do it pretty much. It's like you. Oh, you have a brand name and a logo. Yeah, cool, let's we'll, do it. We'll collab. Like the um, Star Wars line. Yeah, Star Wars, shoes. Marvel, Disney, Lego. Um, the Lego Yu- shoes were sick though. Yu Gi Oh, nerd. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I could go on and on. The, yeah. the collaborations never end, and so, um, and I, I, I guess with the Marvel thing, you could maybe you could probably look at the demographics of MLS fan base, and it's probably pretty young. Yeah, so and, they, they fit that age group. Yeah, so I mean, the Sounders have one coming out soon too. It's probably all be the, the Hulk. All so. the, I, I think all the teams will. Are they really? I, oh, okay. In some capacity, yeah. Um, They'll all have like a pre-match top that's like Marvel themed. I think. I mean, I'm I'm a monster. I'm probably gonna buy it. To be honest, massive Marvel fan myself. So go for it, dude. <laughs> um, I could probably order it through a friend for discount if you need it. Sick. I'll <laughs> get you up on that. 
more more MLS games, more Cascadia games coming down the pipeline. Um, I know you have the MLS app on speed dial. Always. <laughs> Had to pull up. What right do we now. got for our teams? So uh, Vancouver is going to Kansas City. Ooh, that should be a good. That's game. a five thirty game. So we actually can sit and watch that one yeah. instead of flip through all three games. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Tim- Stagger them, please. <laughs> for once, actually, I lied. Timbers play Minnesota at the same exact time at five thirty mm-hmm. our time. I'd rather watch Vancouver. I mean, yeah, just I me. mean they're gonna <laughs> shit all over Sporting KC, but we'll I see. I think it'll be a good game. And then Seattle is hosting Houston. Which should be good game. It should be a good game between yeah. the like the third and fifth place teams in the West. Yep, Houston's playing pretty well right now. So and they just dumped on LAFC two yeah. games in a row. A little little scary for the Sounders who aren't playing so mm-hmm. well. And um, we'll, we still won't have Christian, Jordan, Alex, Javi. Maybe Rudias. Rudias will be back. Already? He's okay. he'll be back. Yeah, okay. he just need this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um. And those are all on Saturday, correct? All on Saturday, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I I'm actually out of those three, Vancouver, sporting. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna it's watch. The, that. It's the game for me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. And the other thing going on right now is Gold Cup. Um. So if you if you want to watch Gold Cup, um. I don't know. It'll if be you, if you watch the U.S. men's C team play. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Plus Matt Turner. <laughs> Plus Matt Turner, who saved a pen against uh, Jamaica, kept us in the game. <laughs> Literally, like, one of the only reasons we got a point out of that. Honestly, yeah. Um, I mean, Jamaica was all over our defense. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so funny, and I'm not trying to say this to brag. It's just ironic, because that game ticked off, and I see jesus ferrera up there and i was like why is vasquez not up there you need ferrera has had enough looks okay mm-hmm. like it's and time he, to bring on and vasquez. vasquez is just as good and he as scored him. the goal he scored the tying goal and he scored the fucking goal to get us a point it's just like stop playing ferrera okay we know what he brings to the well, table just okay? put him on the wing i don't yeah sure I don't. I'm not saying he shouldn't be on the team. He mm-hmm. deserves every. He has every right to be on that team, but put Vasquez up there, or someone else. Give someone else a fucking shot. Give them right, a anybody. fair <laughs> look. Like, I mean, at this point, the U.S. depth chart is Balogun, or it should be Balogun, Vasquez, Sargent, yeah. and then Ferrer. Yeah, hundred percent. And you could maybe you could maybe make the argument to put. Um, DK in front of Ferrer mm-hmm. when he's healthy. Yeah, when he's healthy. But that's a big if. Um, yeah, I feel like he gets hurt all the time. Anyways, that's the show. <laughs> um, we hope you guys enjoy it. Audio is going to be crisp this Fine, time. It actually be crisp. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're happy to be back. Anyone that's still bothering to listen, happy you're with us. Appreciate you. Don't yeah. forget to um, like, like and subscribe. subscribe and rate us on Spotify and Apple Music, please. <laughs> like and subscribe for like a fucking YouTuber. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for us. Michael, any closing thoughts? No. Nope. Bye. <laughs>